Hi everyone, welcome back to the Bad Bitches Only podcast. This is Melissa and Elizabeth. And we are here today to talk about dating and your mental health. Yes. So we're just going to dive right into it. Of course, uh, Elizabeth and I are in our 30s. I'm 34 and you're 32? Yep, I'm 32. Okay, I'm 32. Uh, We understand some of the people who are listening to this might be like 10 and you're maybe interested in dating yeah it's a whole different world for you guys i mean if you're 10 i'm gonna say maybe wait maybe you should wait (laughs) if you're 10 till you know yourself a little better yeah maybe just do the kid stuff but you know it's getting younger so yeah totally is yeah we're gonna dive right into the way people are currently dating and we're gonna talk about swipe culture yeah because it's huge and it's everywhere yep um online dating Kind of started, I would say, about 15 years ago now. Yeah. Yeah, with yeah. VHS dating. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, eHarmony. I was on eHarmony. Dude, yeah. Match.com. Um, in Canada, Plenty of Fish was kind of like the first swipey mm. one. Mm-hmm. Now we've got Bumble, Tinder. Uh, what's the other one I was on? It was like for creative individuals. Oh, that's There were so many. Um, let's just yeah, there's dating apps. Uh, I, I have never been on a dating. Coffee online meets bagel. Dating. That's Coffee the one bagel, I was on. Cute. Okay, Cupid, Hinge, Happen. Oh, yeah, okay, Happen cute. is freaky because it matches you up with people who are like near you. So like, Ooh, so it's almost like grinder. It like showed my neighbor. I was like, Donna, we're not dating him. Oh yeah, yeah. The yeah, league, yeah. her Clover. There's grinder. Raya. Yeah, I like the name. So, yeah, so let's talk about how you've never been on a dating app. Yeah, I've never, I've never been on a dating app, not once, even, like, a long time ago, before we had the swipe culture, I'd never been on a dating app. Um, And surprisingly, my current partner has also never been on a dating app. I know a lot of people. He's 37. Yeah, a lot of people who haven't. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I've always been very busy, Mm -hmm. and um, I also think it has to do with the fact that my uh, goals in life do not require me to have a partner. Yeah. Um, Yes, I I love my current partner more than anyone else, but but if I were to end up alone in the future, like, I wouldn't break down and not be able to function from that. Right. Um, Whereas uh, I know that people who they need a partner, uh, that's kind of their goal is to have a partner and have kids and all that kind of stuff, which totally makes sense if that were my goal, that I would totally do this. Yeah. Um, But since it's not, I've just never had the need or desire to do it. Yeah. Um... Although I am open, I'm an open relationship person, mm-hmm. um, so that would fall a little bit more into, into my category. But if uh, it's interesting, yeah, it's interesting because I'm an energy person. But you can, I don't know, do you get energies from the swiping? Kind of. So I'll uh, kind of just explain you a little bit about my experience. Yeah, so. please. I was born in the 80s, so that was before the internet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so when I started dating. There were no apps. Like, you did have to go up to somebody and ask them Mm -hmm. out and ask for their number or, like, hey, do you want to go out sometime? So, for me to actually sign up for a dating app was really weird. Like, I wasn't really sure. Mm -hmm. Like, I kind of felt like the old lady in the room being like, how do you use this? Right. You know, like, (laughs) you know, and I do remember some of my first matches. I'd be like, all right, this is kind of weird, you know? And they'd be like, why is it weird? Right, right. You know, right. because for a younger generation, mm-hmm. it's the only way they've known. Yeah, yeah. They don't know any other any kind other of way. way. So, 
it was really interesting for me, but I think absolutely for me, what I notice most or first about people is their eyes. If I don't like their eyes, mm. it's a left. Right. Like I have to feel something from that. Right. Um, also, I have a thing with noses. There's like a specific nose shape that I only like. Interesting. Yeah. Um, it's it's funny because my best friend was visiting last week and she knows the type of nose I don't like and we were watching <laughs> Bachelor in Paradise. That's I'm not going to say it. Ever. Yeah, I'm not going to say it because I don't want anyone to feel bad. Um, but we were watching Bachelor in Paradise and she was like, you must really hate that girl because her nose is like that one that you just hate. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, she drives me crazy. Like, it's like <laughs> a personality trait involved in the shape of your nose. Yes. So there are like certain facial features that I, I need to be attracted to first before I will press the little info button and mm-hmm. actually read their profile mm-hmm. i don't know that men actually do that um <laughs> i feel like they're yeah probably maybe we should have had a dude on this episode we'll to kind of yeah. give us like a maybe a gay man would have been cool yeah i don't know if they're swiping right to, to just yeah. faces but yeah. if i read their bio first of all if there is no bio it's a no like right if you haven't even well, right tried Obviously, because yeah. for me, I'm actually interested in dating and getting to know somebody. Right. That's a whole other aspect. Are you interested in fucking or not? Yeah. I mean, ultimately, yes. But, like, it's well, right, not my only on goal. Right. Right, 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 right. But some people, it is. Yeah. I'm not a one and done. I don't want to hook up. I don't want to do that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. You generally will check their bio. And if it sounds like something that vibes with me or that I'm interested in, mm-hmm. I become a lot um, less... Uh, I don't know, like, not choosy, but if the bio wasn't, like, perfect, I used to always swipe left, but now I'm like, it's a bio, like, you know, Mm -hmm. if if there's a few things where I'm like, oh, they like yoga, I like yoga, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They drink coffee, I drink coffee, (laughs) you know? Hiking, cool. If there's some, like, definite red flags Mm -hmm. that are just total deal breakers for me, as pretty as their eyes are and as good as their nose is, like, it's a left. Right, but that's good because yeah. you need those boundaries. Yeah, and for anybody who's listening and they're like, I don't know what you're talking about. I was going to say, let's yeah. clarify. Left means no, right means yes. Yeah. So if you swipe right, it means you're interested in that person. Yeah. If they also swipe right on you, then it's a match. Right. And generally the conversation can open. Um, different apps open it up a little bit differently. So on Bumble, the woman has to, or the the whoever it's kind of weird because they are gender conforming so the woman has to initiate the conversation mm-hmm. the man cannot contact you yeah so you might match which i kind of like because yeah. it probably really diminishes the amount of dick pics that you just get right away yeah i used to get a lot i mean i really still get a lot wanted to, like i used to get like six a day dude like, i know was, i it's showed them to you yeah um yeah <laughs> Jen, you're doing that we're showing it to our friends yes um, <laughs> just so you know your dick pic is not only for us yeah Unless you're a partner, then probably we. Don't I want show to send it to, it to their friends. mothers and be like, "Do you know this is what your baby is doing?" Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> um, so swipe culture. How does that affect us mentally? And are you still swiping right in person? Yeah, I like that question. I think that's a, such a good question. Yeah, I found for myself last year where I would see somebody in person and I'm like, "Oh, they're like really attractive." And I would think to myself, like, if I came across their profile on an app, mm-hmm. I would probably swipe right. But why am I not approaching them in person? Right. Like, why are you hesitant in real life versus uh, the screen yeah. allows you that extra... Yeah, but not even Because hesitant. the rejection is easier sometimes, maybe. It's not even hesitant. It's just, like, the thought isn't even crossing my mind anymore. 
to oh to walk to, up to actually somebody. walk up to somebody and be like and initiate a conversation hey like what are you about like maybe you want to grab coffee sometime like I don't remember the last time I did that right is that why is that do you know I don't why know if it's would... because we're just being conditioned to date on our cell phones right and that's kind of weird now to yeah. actually have somebody talk to you in person. People are like, why are you talking to me? Right. Like, why you are know? you approaching me and invading my personal space? Yeah. When you go to a coffee shop, everybody's standing in line looking at their cell phones. Yeah. That's true. You know, when you could or be... Or on the computers. Yeah. There. You could be talking to the person in line instead yeah. of... Yeah. Your on your phone. phone. You know? And then yeah. what I'm finding also, because I did kind of do a social experiment on myself to mm-hmm. be like, you know what? Like, I go out with my, without my cell phone a mm-hmm. lot now. Or Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, or I put it on airplane mode, mm-hmm. so I'm just not doing anything. I do that one, too. But when I was friendlier or just speaking to people, they automatically thought I was hitting on them. Interesting. And I'm like, I'm actually just being conversing, friendly and yeah. conversing. And a human in the space. Yes. Interesting. I wonder yeah. if this is something that men slash women who are more dominant tend to experience in real life anyway. I think so. Like, if they are just being friendly, how many people just chalk it up to you're trying to get in my pants? Yeah. Then actually experiencing that moment with this person. Yeah, just to communicate. It's yeah, fun. just to communicate and connect with other humans. That's well, interesting. I would say also, um, for those of you who do listen to us regularly, you know that I run an entertainment company. Elizabeth is my production manager. I do have to go out, she does as well, mm-hmm. to networking events where we yeah. are speaking to people. Yeah. We do look a certain way, but when I'm talking to a male client, it is a very fine line for me to walk when they're like, let's grab lunch and talk about right. X, Y, and Z. Yep, ditto. And I've definitely been in situations where they don't give a fuck about my business. Yep, they're just trying to get in my pants. Yep. For sure. Oh, for sure. You know, and that's like so insulting. It's just a little disrespectful. Yeah. Because if you want to get into my pants, don't offer to take me out on a meeting date. Just be like, can I take you out on a real fucking date? And maybe don't maybe don't do it while we're at the networking event. Like choose a different moment. Walk me to my fucking car, bro. Like get some balls. Be real about your intentions. Right. Yeah. Because for me I find that really offensive. And because of where I'm at in my journey. I get kind of sad about it. I'm like, oh, yeah. they actually don't care about this business that I spent like my whole All life creating. This, yeah. They just want to get into my pants. Mm-hmm. That sucks. Yeah. You and know? if they'd have just told me that at the beginning, yeah. one, we could have gone on a real date. Or yeah. two, I could have said no and saved myself the fucking time. Yeah, they would just say, you know, hey, I'm actually really attracted to you and I want to get to know you. Right, yeah. That makes me feel good. Right, yeah. That <laughs> makes know? me feel worthy of one your communication, yeah. and two, you're now you're more trustworthy because now I trust you to fucking tell me the truth. If you exactly. already started out as not being trustworthy, how do you even expect this to keep moving yeah. forward? What is actually driving our decision-making? Mm-hmm. Do you actually know what your boundaries are? Do you know what you want right. out of a relationship? Right. If you can't answer those questions for yourself, mm-hmm. get off the app. Yeah, because, <laughs> because if you can't answer those questions for yourself, how do you even know what you want? How do you even know how to present yourself to somebody else in a way of saying, this yeah. is what I want, does what your wants match up with my wants? Yeah, and if they don't, like it's okay to not have a second date. Yeah, there's nothing wrong 
someone not having a yeah. second date, especially for women. Um, mm-hmm. If men are listening to this, great. Um, but especially for women, there is nothing wrong with telling someone, thank you. I had such a fantastic time, but I am not interested in continuing this. Yeah. And um, I just want to thank you and appreciate uh, what you did provide. Thank you for sharing your time and your energy with me. I don't think this is going to work out. Right. You don't, you don't need to feel like you owe that person something now that they bought you dinner or whatever, whether it's another woman or another man, like whoever it is that you're on this date with, um, you don't owe them anything. Yeah. And I do think that's a tendency for women to be like, yeah, well, psychologically, absolutely it is. So right, for right, w- women totally. to feel like, oh, well, they bought me this. Or, you mm-hmm. know, they said they don't want kids, but maybe it'll change. Or right. they told me this, but maybe. Like, if yeah. they told you something, yeah. they told you something. Listen to that. Listen to what they're actually saying. Don't get right. caught up in how pretty their eyes is, eyes are and, like, how great their nose is. Right. But, like, you know. Like, <laughs> right, Melissa, don't focus on the nose. I know, I'm like, fuck, you got me. But... You know, really listen to what they're saying. Yeah. Because they will tell you. Right. And you should be able to tell them if you're actually ready for a relationship. Right. Some of us aren't. Yeah, some people aren't. And um, also uh, for for men or dominant women out there, whoever's doing the asking. Yeah. Because uh, I'm bi, so I also do the asking. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just a bitch. I don't talk to anybody. Yeah, but when I do, okay. they just think I want to fuck them, and I'm like, "Well, I give up." I don't know. Which like, that's fine. Then you just gotta <laughs> swipe a left on that shit. Um, so if if I ask a woman out and I am in the middle of a date and I am very sure that she is not interested in me, and the only reason she's out is to get a free meal, to get an, mm-hmm. to get something else out of this situation. Um, sometimes I've had people who just say yes so that they can pitch me their shit. Yeah. Um, which yeah. is annoying. So there's nothing wrong with being the male or the female who Mm -hmm. is the dominant person in this situation, either uh, not asking for a second date um, based off of that. Don't ask for a second date because you feel like maybe the second date will be different Um, or, or even feel like you have to pay for the whole thing. Don't feel like you have to do anything because it's expected of you. It's basically what I'm trying to say. Yeah. If you're like, like hey, look, you've been on your phone this whole fucking time. I'm going to leave. And you know what? Here's 50 bucks and however much that covers, I'm the fuck out. So what I like what you said, like you, you took it to a home, like a money place, which is is great. Money place. But no, it's fine because that's (laughs) a thing too. But I mean, I think men and women alike might feel obligated to to do something maybe maybe it's pay for the date Uh maybe it's be intimate maybe it's to go on the second date you know there's just like this expectation that we've put on ourselves or that right or society has put on us societal norms and i think movies like romantic movies have just fucked dating for us entirely so much because none of that shit is true and that's not how the world works no like if you're waiting for like your prince charming you need to go see a therapist. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Or like, give yourself some fucking hobbies. That's not how it's going to happen. Fulfill um, yourself in some way. But let's not go too deep into that because we are not psychologists. If no. you want to learn more about this, I'm just going to tell you, I'm going to shout out my favorite podcast right now, which is Create the Love by mm-hmm. Mark Groves. I love he it. He can go into this stuff for you. Yes, you can in I- depth. Yeah, identify your attachment styles, 
and why you choose the people you choose mm-hmm. and just go check him out. He's awesome. Yeah. He's amazing. And he's Canadian. Yeah. And um, it doesn't have to only do with romantic relationships. Yeah. It has to do with, you know, lots of different types of yeah. relationships. Um, so let's just talk about your first date. How do you date? And mm-hmm. so one experience that I recently had that I haven't had before was uh, I matched with this guy and he seemed really cool. We kept missing each other. Both of us uh, seemed to have like similar types of lifestyles mm-hmm. where he's like, hey, I never check this app. And I'm like, neither do I. So yeah. we kept trying to link up. I'm like, do you want to go for coffee today? And then he wouldn't get it till two days later. Right. And then, you know, he was like, what about, uh, you know, later this week? And then it wouldn't work. And then he was like, hey, I'm actually like out of the country for three weeks. And I was like, well, I'm going out of the country next week. Uh, and I was just joking. I was like, should we just pick a country and meet up? And he was like, you know what? Are you available to FaceTime? Yeah. And I initially was like, oh, what the fuck? You Mm -hmm. know? But I thought, yeah, he's actually, what that says to me is that he's actually taking initiative. Mm -hmm. He's taking time, even though he's really far away, to actually give his time to me, which on a very, very deep level for me, already shows me that he's willing to make me a priority. Absolutely. And we're in two different continents. Yeah. You know? So we FaceTime, and it was a little bit weird at first, but I think we spoke for, like, over an hour. Nice. And really just vibed on a lot of things. And he was asking the right questions. He was asking the kind of questions that I wanted to ask him. Like, Mm -hmm. what do you want out of a relationship? Yeah. You know, where do you see this going? Uh, What type of guys are you into? Right. You know, when he asked me, he was like, "Uh, have you ever dated, like, a a six-foot-three black dude? And I'm like, (laughs) Yes. More than you know. <laughs> That's my MO. <laughs> I was like, um, you know, like, yeah, I've been, I think you're attractive. <laughs> In your mind, you're like, everyone I've ever dated. If you guys know me, like, I have a tendency to, like, just date fitness models who might be on billboards at Target. I don't know. Yeah, um, for sure. <laughs> but, but, like, that is my type. Yeah, so I was like, totally. mm, maybe I've dated you before. But I really enjoyed that interaction, and I was like, you know what? I would actually go out with this person in real life. Mm-hmm. I know this now. So I really appreciated that. I have yet to meet this man in person, so we'll see how that goes. I mean... Yes, but the preemptive date mm-hmm. is is exactly the thing. Like, yeah. what, are you someone who, when they when you get asked out on a date, do you jump right into the big, huge first date kind of a thing? Yeah. Um, or are you more like me? I like to have, like, a little mini date, whether it's a Facebook mess, uh, FaceTime. video, yeah. FaceTime, which is cool. I dig that. I've never done that. I've done, yeah. like, the preemptive hike where it's, like, not a lot of pressure. No one has to do anything. You're just yeah. there talking, experiencing the moment. Um, do you do coffee, day date, right. like a little pre-day date thing? Mm-hmm. Like, um, what is your style? And how does that change the big first date? You know, because you're yeah. a little more familiar at that point. I feel you like don't have to be on up. this big, crazy date where you're, like, expected to have all these yeah, like, feelings. Like, and Let's go to Katsuya or, like, right, yeah. Mr. S- like, no. Which there's nothing wrong with that at all. Um, but it's very flashy. It's very flashy. Especially, again, we're in Los Angeles. So right. Like, that, that happens That's a, a real lot. thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's almost more um, because my current partner and I started with a small hike first. Uh-huh. Um, and although we knew each other for many years before we, we finally took a step in this direction, um, but it kind of um, feels more pampered when I actually get taken out on a big date. Okay. Because it's not like 
this, you know, extra thing I already yeah. expected. It's like when he takes me out on a really fucking dope ass date. Yeah. Now I know it's because he chose to spoil me. That's a rather good point. than choosing because he thinks he's supposed to take me on this. Big yeah, date, you know what I mean. So if you start like with a really really fancy first date, that expectation is set. Is set. And so you Versus, do anything less, it feels like... Right, right, right. Whereas, ugh. yeah, now if he takes me somewhere really nice, I just, I know it's because he's like, I want to fucking he wants to. spoil you. Yeah. And it's his favorite thing. So let's but. talk about the hike date, because you just said that you liked it. Oh, yeah, I loved it. I it was great. It. Yeah, you hated it. I hate it. Interesting. So. But see, I already knew mm-hmm. my person yeah. that I was going on the hike date with. So I knew I wasn't going to be stuck with someone I didn't like. I would just be stuck with someone maybe I didn't want to fuck. Yeah. And be with. So here's why I don't like it. Uh, it depends where you're hiking, too. Right. Yeah. So I've been on two hiking dates, and I... No, I've been on three, and I will not do it again. Um, so... Yeah. Explain why. But let's just, like, set the precedence. Like, I hike almost every day. That is, like, my thing. Right. So... Oh, I see. For that. me, it's really intimate. Right? Gotcha. That's like mm-hmm. what I do. Mm-hmm. Just like my coffee time. dates, like I'm not taking anybody to steampunk because mm-hmm. that's where I go. And if you yeah. happen to fall in love with it, I don't want to see you there if I don't like you. Right. So <laughs> um, for me, the first hiking date I went on was at Fryman Canyon, okay. which was here in Studio City. Mm-hmm. And the guy brought his dog, which I'm generally like okay with, except like his dog wasn't trained. And was like... Oh, it was a mess. Was like running all over the place, kept tripping me with a leash, and then like he just seemed more preoccupied with his dog. Right, it wasn't like you were connecting. No, we weren't connecting. He was walking really slow, and that just pisses me off. I'm like, can you pick up the pace? Like, right, yeah. What are we doing? It was like the longest hiking date ever, and I knew within the first 10 steps, like it wasn't going to work out. Oh, interesting. And I just wanted to like run away, and I ended up running into friends on the date. They were like, "Who's this?" And I'm like, "Oh, so oh yeah." Tinder date. Didn't think like, about that. Oh. See, but you. Yeah, this is interesting. You know, because I do know a lot of people here, and yeah, as big as Los Angeles is, like once yeah. you're in an industry, like you run into people all the time. Yeah. So that was especially n- on Fryman. Yeah, that was not a good experience. My yeah. next hiking date was with the Target model. We went to Runyon. Which is, like, a serious, yeah, can be a serious hike. He wanted yeah. to do, like, the really hard version of it. And I was mm. like, okay, I'm down. So I'm, like, 5'5 five, five and a little bit. Like, yeah. almost 5'6". He was 6'4", I think. So our, like, stride. Is so different. Yes. And I think he was annoyed with me because, like, he wanted to run. Yeah. And I was like, if you run, I need to, like, sprint. And I can't do that up a hill. Oh, I just, right I just tell my partner, like, yo, yeah. run. So I will I make did. it there eventually. Because he's him, really tall, too. He's six. Yeah, four. yeah. Exactly. And I'm tiny. So I told him to go ahead, but then I just felt like, we're not even connecting. I'm just watching you run right now. Right, which makes no sense. Yeah, if you're on a date. This is we're dumb. We're talking about a date. You know. Yeah. And then. Yeah, this doesn't make any sense. Yeah, the third hiking date I went on. It wasn't awful. I just chose the wrong person. But, you know, mm-hmm. I, I just oh, feel right. like... Yes. That guy. Mm-hmm. That guy. <laughs> that guy. Mm-hmm. Also a fitness so model. So maybe not hiking. <laughs> For me, not hiking. Yeah. I prefer... For me, maybe not hiking either now that I think about it. I just yeah. got lucky because I... Yeah. yeah. But I prefer a coffee date, and I was uh, recommended yeah, I this the by a therapist, actually. So to choose dates that have a definitive end time. Mm-hmm. So coffee is a really safe date, because there's not a waitress or a waiter coming around saying, would you like another round? 
Yeah. Where if you're at a restaurant, you're going out for drinks, they can just keep them coming. One person in your party, mm-hmm. either yourself or somebody else who might be reading the situation differently than you are, can right. say, yeah, we'll have another round. And really, you're like, no. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So coffee is a good one. And as we both discussed, we're both a fan of the day date. Yeah. I love the day date. Day date seems really safe, mm-hmm. especially as a woman who is interested in actually dating. Right. I don't feel like you're trying to hook up with me if we're meeting at 10 a.m. Right, yeah. Yeah, I mean, shit happens. But yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, you never know. You never know. Maybe a nooner. The but option like, option <laughs> is there, but still, most likely, yeah, you're going to rule out the people who are only trying to fuck you. Who are, yeah. Yeah. Like, if you're asking me out at 10 p.m. or 11 p.m., like, hey, do you want to meet at Crave? Like, no. Yeah. No, I don't. Yeah. Come meet me over know where here. This is going. Like, no, we're not. We're not doing that. Yeah. So, I am a fan of dates that have an end time, like an hour tops. Mm-hmm. Get to know the person, figure it out, understand what you want. If there's red flags, like listen, Dude, listen to, to the them. red flags. And one thing I really want to say, which again, Mark Gross says a lot of time, um, there's an old saying where people say like actions speak louder than words. That is a fucking lie. Sometimes. When actions and words don't match up, that is a red flag. Yes, absolutely. Take that, read into it if you need to, acknowledge it, and move on. Mm -hmm. However you're choosing to move on. But that that is just like such bullshit. Like stop stop listening to it. Mm -hmm. Um so let's talk now, because of that, we'll just segue into boundaries. Yeah. Like what kind of boundaries do you set within your dating style. Yeah, and I'll be really honest. Like, I didn't actually start setting boundaries with dating until maybe, like, a year and a half ago. Dude, yeah. I don't think I even recognize... I mean, I know I needed boundaries in my relationships, for sure. Yeah. But as far as dating, yeah, I never really had... I kind of just let whatever was happening... You know what he teaches you. ...happen. Even if I wasn't even satisfied with the direction it was going. I would go home sometimes. I had this one date that was so bad, and I went home, and I just (laughs) cried. Oh. I know. And I could have left that... Yeah. At any moment. Yeah. In the night. But well, I didn't have that boundary set. Yeah. So I just kind of allowed myself to be dragged through this whole experience. Yeah. So it's, a, yeah, it's and that's an interesting. Uh, yeah. To figure out like what your deal breakers are, mm-hmm. um, what you really require, yeah. what those boundaries are. Um, the last person I dated, I knew he wasn't my person the day I met him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're like, no shit. Um, so, <laughs> like everybody ever is like, really? I mean, um, I was surprised. I didn't say really, but I was definitely surprised. Uh, but on our first date, he mentioned three things that were deal breakers for me. Mm-hmm. At the time, I was like, you know what? I know this isn't my person, but I really want to practice dating. Yeah. You know, and Interesting. I was like, let me just just date him and like practice speaking my mind and practice just being me and telling him what my boundaries are and doing all of this. Mm -hmm. And I did. And that ended up turning into a relationship. Right. Because he was pretending to be open to it. Right. Ultimately was not. Right. Blew up my face. It's fine. Um, It's fine now. I mean, there was a lot of miscommunication on on his side. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think that's because 
he didn't know what his boundaries were, and he was able to communicate yeah. that towards the end of our relationship. Right, right, right. But at the beginning, he made it sound like he had it all figured out. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So before you start dating, if you're young and you're dating, like I would say just date to get to know yourself. Yeah, absolutely. Don't date with the mindset of like, am I going to marry this person? Right, yeah, no. Like, First of all, you're not even going to know that right No, anyway. if you're going into your first date, like seeing like what are our kids going to look like, that is too much. Yeah. You got to just date to date. Yeah. Know what your boundaries are. Like, do you go on dates after 10 p.m.? Like, I right. don't. I, don't personally, I uh, yeah, you yeah, know. yeah, totally. I have a boundary of I don't, um, for the first date, mm-hmm. I tend to meet them at the location. Oh, yeah. Versus allowing them to pick me up. Yeah. Um, if it goes really well, maybe I'll let them drop me off. Yeah. Um, that one, that prevents somebody that I don't know from seeing where I live. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Two, that makes it a very safe situation because I can't get into some rando's car and end up somewhere yeah. that I didn't agree to be. Exactly. Um, and it, it's just a, it's a boundary that makes me feel safe and in control of the situation in a way that I am able to open up and be my honest, truthful self in that moment. Yeah, I I second that. Yeah, I'm the same. I don't let anybody pick me up. Mm-hmm. I might let them drive me home. Yeah, agreed. I might let them drive me home. But. Depends on the situation. Yeah, it really does depend on the situation. Yeah, otherwise I'm just going to be like, peace! Yeah. (laughs) Grabbing an Uber. Yeah, and there are tons of resources for Mm -hmm. you to figure out what your boundaries are. Mark Groves, again, I'm just going to like sing his praises for this one. He has um, a a program that you can actually purchase online. I think it's like 30 bucks. I actually have the link for it. But I'm not going to give it to you guys because you should buy it because it's worth it. (laughs) So go buy it. It's like an hour and a half long. And there's exercises on figuring out like what are your boundaries. And by the end of it, you'll have an actual written list. Mm -hmm. Of the boundaries that Of what your boundaries are. And I mean what I as an experiment tried last year was are these actually my boundaries? Are Mm -hmm. these things I've just never experienced and I think will be wrong for me? Mm -hmm. So I actually experienced them. And now I know which ones are not for me and which ones are. Right, yeah. You know, um, once you've kind of established what your boundaries are, when do you talk about what your preferences are? Right. As far as, you know, in Elizabeth's case, if you're bi, if you're poly, if you want kids, what does that future look like? Mm -hmm. I don't think personally that it's wrong to talk about it on a first date to just say like, hey, I don't want kids. Yeah. Because that if that's a deal breaker for somebody, yeah, that eliminates a, a lot breaker, of things. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, I feel like if there are deal breakers, yeah, the, the first or second date is probably when you need to when you need to have that conversation. That. So for you, when do you tell people that you're bi? Uh, usually right away. Yeah, um, that's not that's not normally something I wait to share. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do wait to explain that I'm more on the open side okay um for when we're several dates in and I actually want to officially date them like if I'm officially dating someone versus going on dates right um that that's when I tend to bring up like hey like as far as like what I'm what I'm looking for Mm -hmm. is you know to be a little more open blah 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 that way they have the the time to tell me if they're okay with that um, and the reason I don't bring that up beforehand is because um, in uh, in the case that someone is uh, 
bias towards that Mm -hmm. or something like that I usually can get that feeling from them anyway within the first couple of dates and then I don't need to splay myself out on the table right I can just be like okay so you're monogamous and that that makes sense yeah blah and then I can be like I'm not, I don't line up with that. Like you're old. I don't have to be like, hey, this is what I'm looking for and these are my parameters and because those will change depending on who I'm in a relationship with. Um, Because right now I am an open person, but Mm -hmm. uh, my person and I right now are monogamous. Right. And that's for him and me to be solidified before Mm -hmm. the openness starts. Yeah. And whether we are open as a couple or individuals or whatever will vary depending on what we're comfortable with. Um, For sure. Yeah, there's a lot of couples who are monogamous but like to play. Yeah. You know, and will be open to adding a third or a fourth Mm -hmm. or other couples. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, totally. And I think that's a conversation for a little bit later in in, your relationship. In your relationship, yeah. Yeah. I will say, uh, because Elizabeth knows me really well, uh, (laughs) (laughs) the the one person that I did date who was polyamorous, I've, I've... dated two people who are polyamorous in polyamorous relationships and he didn't tell me until three dates in Mm -hmm. and like for me the third like if I'm going on a third date with you it's because I'm serious right okay I see so for me to hear that information on the third date it was a lot was really a shock because at the time I was only interested in being monogamous. Right. On our first date, I asked him, like, so do you go on a lot of dates? Like, are you dating around? What are you doing? What are your intentions? And he was like, eh, kind of. Oh, uh, see, that's not really being very honest. No, which I know now. Like, what he yeah. should have said is, I've had a girlfriend for eight months. Right. And she's oh, coming hey, over uh, later. Now, now. Like, <laughs> let, let's preface this with saying, yeah. if I am in a relationship and I'm mm-hmm. going on a date mm-hmm. I haven't even gone on the date yet before I tell them that I'm in a relationship absolutely and that they are gonna choose to go on this date with me because they already have that information yeah um that is different I, for me that is slightly different yeah if I'm preemptively already in something I'm gonna communicate that first and yeah. foremost because I think that's important. If I am going on a date with someone and I think that they're single but they're open is different than I'm going on a date with someone and they already have a wife. Yes. It made me feel misled. Yeah. For sure. I, and I could totally understand that. Yeah. Um, and when do you communicate if you have kids? Have kids or want or don't, or want, don't kids. want. Like, yeah. I think that needs I to communicate pretty early right on. away. Yeah, yeah. I, I have a, a friend back in Canada and that's a deal breaker for her, like dating a guy who has kids. Mm-hmm. It just is. And yeah, she's been a deal breaker for me too. Yeah, she's been on a lot of dates and she's like, he was so great, but he's got kids. Yeah. Yep. She's like, I just don't want that. Yep. And I love I that she's that able to actually be honest with herself mm-hmm. and not be like, well, he's got all these other great things, so I'll just stick around for those. Yeah. Even though I don't want a kid. Right. Yeah. yeah. She's What's like, the point? One, that's not fair to him. And two, that's not fair to the kid. The kid, yeah. The kid is like definitely the most important situation in this yeah, whole thing. They're because they're growing their... Dude, meeting all the people your parents are dating. Like, you know that's how many weird. Pe- yeah. people my mom dated that I met and then stopped coming around and were pieces of shit? And I Dude, it really affects your psyche. Yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. Uh, also... Let's just talk about the whole kids thing. I, I mm-hmm. feel in general a lot of women specifically who are around our age mm-hmm. 
are choosing not to have kids. Yeah. Miley Cyrus just yeah. came out about that. Like, yeah. I don't want to do this. Yeah. I've kind of been that same mindset my entire life. Yeah, me too. I, I um, never really wanted yeah. kids. As a child, I do remember I was very young, and my family would be saying, like, do you want kids? And I would say no. Yeah. But I would adopt. Yeah. I think I would adopt. I'm still of that mentality. I'm also open to whatever happens. Like, right. if I were to accidentally get pregnant. Right. I would consider it. So this is an interesting thing because um, for me, the people I was dating, mm-hmm. that decision varied. Mm-hmm. So like my last relationship, oh yeah, if it was Hell accidental, no. <laughs> I was like, hell fucking no, Same. I am not. But my current relationship, if I accidentally yeah. got pregnant, my discussion would be different yeah your partner can really change yeah yeah like one of my best friends back home she's got three kids and she was always of the mindset that she didn't really want kids she's kind of indifferent Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and she always say you know like when you meet the right person you just know like you're just gonna want to procreate yeah and And I've never felt that yet so I don't either dude I was literally at a wedding last weekend Mm -hmm. and this lady was talking to me and my partner I keep on saying his name and my partner (laughs) And he was like, uh, she was talking to us and was like, see, do you want kids? And I was like, no, I don't really want kids. And she was like, talk to me in five years. And I literally was just like, what? Why I want to be like, come closer so I can punch First you of all, face. I'm 32. Yeah. Five years is not going to make that much of a difference in, in how I feel about life. I'm not 22. Right. I'm fucking 32, dude. Yeah. I have a career. I have a life I'm seeing for myself. Right. And... Um, and yeah, no offense to 22 year olds, but there's a lot of growth that happens in your twenties. Right. You know, and, and I'm not saying you might change your mind. I'm just saying things could change for you. Whereas as 32, things could still change for me, but more likely than not, I've already decided kind of where I stand on that. Um, that boundary is there. I understand where I want my life to kind of go. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah, I feel like this happens to a lot of women. We get pressured into society. My grandma is like, when are you going to have kids? And I'm like, yeah, never. (laughs) Uh, when I die, I become a skeleton. The bloodline stops here. Yes. (laughs) Like, um, yeah, and and I think that that is something that is a little bit disrespectful. Like, if someone... Absolutely. It, the, and this question never comes up to men. No. Like, when are you having kids, Charles? Yeah. Like... Yeah. No one ever fucking asks that question. Although... Peter, uh, when are you having a little... That does happen to some men, because Baby my partner, Peter. his mom, is very much like, when are you going to have kids, you know? So, so yeah. So, it is, int- it is an interesting thing that only women... Um, seem to experience. On that note, we're going to talk about the worst date we've ever been on Lordy, and when yeah. you might need to respectfully leave the date. So right. uh, you can go first. What's the first, worst date you've ever been on? Um, okay, so the worst date I had ever been on was like the second or third, probably the second date with this person. Okay. Um, and I had already... Mo- and I had... Me and him were work partners. Mm-hmm. Um, which already I'm not normally down for. Yeah, don't shit where you eat. Yeah, except that my current partner and the most amazing person in the whole world, we do work together. But artistically, yeah. this was not an artistic work environment, so okay. I do think that might play a different part. Um, but we were on the second date, and like he mentioned literally, like, it's so interesting how my last relationship was fast, and we jumped right into it, and you want to take it slow. And I was like, whoa, we're, 
only on the second date, bro. You're already trying to, like... I'm also not her. Yeah. First of all, comparing it isn't helpful. No. Um, or healthy. Right. Um, and also, there were other things on this date where he was very... Uh, certain parts of my personality he didn't like as much. Okay. Um, so I had already decided that I was going to cut this see, off and yeah. not see him for a third time. But because we worked together, I wanted to make sure that I did that in a healthy way. So at the end of the date, mm-hmm. I invited him out for a drink and offered to pay for it. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is already setting up that I do not wish to continue. Really? Um, you paid for his drink or for yeah, yours? both. That wouldn't lead me on. That would lead you on. Yeah. Um, interesting. I thought that because this was a heterosexual relationship and he yeah. was very hetero, male pays for everything, I already figured that that was leading him to believe, no, oh. know where this was going. Um, but that's fine yeah. if it doesn't that, yeah. because I'm going to communicate, I did, which I did yeah. when we went to the bar and I bought his drink for him. I did say, hey, I really enjoy spending time with you. I really like you as a, as a human. Um, but I just want to let you know that as far as like our goals in life, who I think is my person, I, it's not you. Yeah. Um, and immediately he got defensive and was like, whoa, do you think I want to marry you already? And I literally was like, whoa. You kind that of made be... it seem like that, comparing Whoa. me to your last girlfriend. Like, Definitely fuck. that part. But also, <laughs> like, I said, no, yeah. that would be insane, and I would have cut this off way sooner if I thought that was the thing. Um, and he was like, well, how do you expect me to take all this? Like, And I was just like, well, I expect I don't... you to take it and just say, okay, yeah. I totally get it. This is only the second date, dude. Like, I don't have like, an expectation. I didn't. You're yeah, just going to take ex- it how you take it. Yeah, and I expected it to be chill, not this crazy thing where it seems like we've been in a relationship for a while. Yeah. Um, and he was like, well, I wish I hadn't told all my friends about you already. And just all these, thi- oh all these things that just started to make me really feel like shit for being honest about my truth yeah. and where I was in that space at that time. That happens. Yeah, yeah. that totally happens. And he's welcome to have that reaction. But it was it was really bad. And like he kept being like, why do you interrupt me all the time during the date? And like all these crazy things where I was just like, no, we were really not syncing up. Um, and dude, yeah. I went home and cried after that Aww, date. Yeah, I'm I went sorry. home and was, yeah, I mean, whatever. He got to be dramatic and then yeah. I got to go cry. It says a lot about people like what their relationship role models were. Like, maybe they right. only saw people fighting, and so they're like, this must be the person for me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no, yeah. It was, it was an interesting experience. Um, so it wasn't that bad as far as, like, anything crazy. Yeah. It was just it was just the most hurtful I'd ever felt at the end of the date. Because anybody that I'd not continued to date, even someone that I'd dated for a lot longer and fucked was way nicer about yeah. our ending than this person. And actually, he and I are still friends. Yeah. Um, and go out all the time as friends. Yeah, that dude was just not your person. No, and, and I don't even think he was my friend either. No, I don't think so. <laughs> friends don't treat friends like that. No, no. It, uh, was, it was pretty shitty. All right, so... What was your worst date? Worst date like? I've ever been on. There's one that sticks out. There's two. There's the three, actually, but, like, <laughs> I'll tell you maybe about two of them. Yeah. So, the one, it was a Plenty of Fish date, like, okay. more than ten years ago. Okay, yeah. This was back in Canada in the winter. I had matched with this guy. He looked really attractive in his photos. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'll only talk about this one because this kind of circles back to recently. Okay. So, I met him at a restaurant, like, drove there. We were mm-hmm. having drinks. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I showed up, and I was looking around for this, like, sexy dude. 
And this other guy was like, hey, are you Melissa? And I was like, yeah. Like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. He looked so different. Like, Uh, after he started talking, I was like, oh, you are the same person, but, like, you look great in photos and in person, not so much. Yeah. who are you? Yeah. Um, And so we sit down, and the first thing he says is, I hope you're not a vegetarian. I just ordered beef carpaccio or whatever the fuck that is. Wow, okay. Um, And I was like... Um, well, actually, I'm vegan. <laughs> so, like... So, I'm way more on the spectrum. I'm than... way more on the spectrum. Also, I'm, like, a cool, like, order what you want, but just his presentation of yeah, that... Yeah, the way that he said it was very, like, he yeah. didn't respect your choice of being a vegetarian if that were the case. If that were the case. And then he finds out that I'm vegan. <laughs> so, you know, and, like, oh, I don't Annie. push my beliefs on anybody, but, like, don't judge me before you've even met me. Yeah. So that was, like, truly offensive. And also, like, smells do really bother me at this point because I have been plant-based for almost 25 years now. Yeah. So when someone's eating raw meat in front of me... Like, that is just so repulsive. Yeah. So there was that. I can't make out with you now. No. So then there was all of that. Then I'm asking him, like, so what do you what do? you do?" And he basically was telling me about, like, how he just hated his job. And he hated his life so much. And he was just, like, a super downer. And I was like, why would I want to uh, date you? Yeah. Why? Wh- what? Let's jump off the state. Why do you hate your life? Yeah. You should fix that shit. Why are we doing this? Yeah. So there was actually a point where, and I know the waitress like could tell oh, yeah. that it was not going well. Mm-hmm. And he went to the bathroom and I remember looking outside. I was wearing high heels and it was like middle of winter. So it's like yeah. skating rink in the parking lot. Yeah. And I was thinking to myself like, how quickly could I get to my car? Like, could I? <laughs> I was looking could out I, the window. Could and I, I run? Was, I was like, if I left now and I ran, like, would he notice? Like, he's the only time I actually wanted to, like, run away from a date. Yeah. And the waitress was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I guess so. I was trying to be really polite. Right. Because that was me, my politeness. Like, right. I don't want to be rude and offend you. Right. Even though you've offended me this entire time. Right. This is long before I actually knew what my boundaries were. Right. So, um, she comes around, would you like another round? He says yes. And I was like, no! Like, no, I want to fucking leave. Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with saying no. Well, he had already said yes for me. He had already decided everything for me. What right, I was going to eat. Right, but you can equally jump in. Right. Anyone who's listening, you can jump in and be but like, But this is my, my no. worst date story. So yeah. he's already decided what we were going to eat. If I'm going to have another drink, which is all things that I didn't want. Right. And I think he got that vibe towards the end. So once we left... Um, it seems like he was following me in the car, so I actually drove oh, somewhere shit. different, not to my house. Right. <laughs> and Smart. he sends me a text, and he was like, hey, uh, so should we plan the wedding? <gasps> and I just, what? like, never spoke to him again. I wouldn't either. But I was back in Canada uh, about a month ago, <clears throat> and, I mean, the, the apps are on all the time. Yeah. Right? So, and they know where your location is. So a few of my friends were like, oh, like... My guy friends back home, like, you're on Tinder, like, I thought you were dating somebody, or I'm like, no, I'm not, Yeah. you know, but I just kind of like to compare, like, what the guys in Canada are like versus the guys here, Mm -hmm. like, what do they look like, whatever. Culturally. And I see this guy. It was the same fucking guy. Whoa. And I remember, because his job was the same, and I was like, he's still at his shitty job, he's still taking great photos, and I know he doesn't look like that. Yeah. (laughs) Still trying to find his thing, but, like, his his profile was, like, I definitely would have swiped. I did swipe left, but... 
it was just really funny that like it circled back to that where I was yeah. like, oh, like if I didn't know better, I would have swiped right on this guy. Again. Yeah. Except you knew. He had the good nose, pretty eyes. Oh damn that nose! <laughs> like, <laughs> that nose gotcha. So yeah. Oh, God, so All right, guys. So this is our episode on dating and mental health. We yes. hope you could relate to it in some way. And if you are looking to really get serious about dating, definitely check out Create Love Podcast and Mark Groves and all the programs that he has to offer because mm-hmm. we support that shit. We I, do. I, I I do the. Did you just? Do? <laughs> well, Elizabeth got really excited just now. <laughs> We're gonna keep this as real as possible. She yes. just almost knocked my table over. I so. did. Okay. <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening. If you have any questions, please uh, DM us or send us email we'll have a link in the show notes uh check us out on facebook instagram all that good stuff mm-hmm. we hope you would swipe right on us we'd swipe right on you we would and have a beautiful day bad bitches signing off bye you're gonna say bye